Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the TNT Podcast. As always, it's your boy Tyler Layfield, joined by my co-host, Torres Finney. How's it going, Torres? What's going on, brother? What's going on, baby? Hey, another weekend, you know, hey, excited. We had another great run of sports, you know. Ain't gonna lie to you, you know, we've been in the talks of some things, you know. Like I say, y'all listen up. Fight news will be coming in the near future. Ooh. So we are, we're getting, we're getting close, you know. Okay. We ain't confirmed on some stuff yet, but we are getting yeah. close. So, uh, you know, give give a little time to celebrate, but now it's time back, time to get back to work. Hope everybody had a good Valentine's, yeah. you know. So, you know, I hope you, you had a good Valentine's time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Went out and ate, chilled out. It was a good, you know, just a nice relaxing Valentine's. I'm off for a couple of days. School's out. So, hey, it's it's good. It's a, it's a good weekend, man. That was good. You know, I mean, I had a, I had a good Valentine's, you know, watching fights with the boys and having Jack-Jack. So, yeah. Putting know, in that I, work. I'm like probably putting in some Valentine's Day gym work. Yeah. You know, hey, pin the hands in. I mean, why? There you go. You know, some going to go smooch. I'm going to go trying to pit people to sleep. So, there you go. You know, that's, that's so funny. But, yeah, <laughs> you know, I was there working on some skills, you know, working on some different things. You know, some things going to be utilized this next fight. That's going to yeah, be interesting. Yeah. So, I can't wait. Cool. But, yeah. So, uh, to kick things off here for this show, I mean, we, we've had a string of some news in the NBA today. I don't, mm-hmm. you know, I know we've both been seeing some of this. The first and foremost, you know, when I woke up, I saw some Andre Drummond news. And, you know, Andre Drummond, we've tossed that name around here a little bit on the show. You know, the center for the Cleveland Cavaliers, for those of you out there that don't keep up with uh, basketball too much. He was traded to Cleveland last year in like a pretty ridiculous trade uh, from the Pistons, getting paid a lot of money. Um, I think it was they traded John Henson and another like it was just like two lower named guys. Like it was basically Detroit was giving them away. It didn't make sense at the time to me because I've always been a drumming guy. I really like the way he plays. He's really evolved his game pretty well this year. He's extended his range. He can hit three-pointers now. Um, and he's really padding his stats. But now Cleveland has come out, and I guess it shouldn't be too surprising after the trade for Jared Allen, but they have come out and said, hey, we're going to sit you until we can move, move you for something else, whether that be buyout or whether that be trade. I don't necessarily know – how the buyout thing is going to happen because the dude is owed a lot of money. I think it's like in the $40 million range, which is, it, it would be pretty, uh, you know, financially stupid, I guess you could say to just, you know, pay him 40 million and just say, here, go where you want. I would hold the guy for ransom if I could and try to get something, but the, yeah. he's the first guy we've heard about here. And I know, I know you like your, you know, the nets a lot this year. I know they'd be somebody that you would like to see add Andre Drummond here. Who do you, who else would you see, being a possible front runner to land a guy like Andre Drummond. Well, it's going to be really interesting to see how this plays out because mm-hmm. I've seen some reports about a potential Andre Drummond also going to the Los Angeles Clippers. Um, yes, that could be really impactful. I mean, you know, considering, yeah. you know, right now we will eventually get into it. I mean, Anthony Davis having those Achilles injuries. We don't know the yeah. significance behind that. Uh, remember what happened with Anthony Davis when he was like, oh, it's not that bad. It's not that bad. And in time go on, it was really bad. So yeah. um, I don't think it's all that bad, but I do think he needs to rest. Um, this month's rest will be giving them a chance or giving a lot of teams a chance to, uh, I mean, obviously right now the Jazz already has that top spot, but it allows a team like the Clippers who's only a half a game behind or um, the Trailblazers, not take, take that bad, not tra- the Suns, you know, those type of teams that are right there on the cusp, you know, trying to get a better positioning and seating, and they help themselves out. Um, because right now, I mean, I've been watching some of those games, and a lot of those games been going into overtime. I mean, LeBron have had to do yeah. some heroic efforts to get the Lakers above to even just get the win. Um, yes, they are 21-7. Yes, they have been a phenomenal team. But it's starting to look like LeBron and Cleveland again, you know. I mean, or some people would consider Miami, but – I think he has this winning phenomenal team. He has to rely on the, the role players more mm-hmm. than his, his his co-star. And if the co-star is out, LeBron got to do the heavy lifting. And right now, 
the heavy lifting is back on his shoulders and he is doing it. But as yeah. time goes on, there's only so much he can do because we do not forget this man is what? 37 years old, yeah. 36, I believe. Yeah. Um, so Andre Drummond going to any team that is already detrimental to what's trying to stop the Lakers will be a big piece. I would like to see him go to the Nets because I believe the Nets need another big man after they, letting they go guys like the bird. Uh, yes, after letting go guys like um, I can't think of some name. I had his name in my head. I think I had it right here. But you know, Jared Allen. At Jared Allen. There you go. Yeah, Jared Allen. You know, Lingo, those two guys like that were big, especially in dealing with rebounds. I will say the Nets have been looking much better on defense. The last few games. Um, and they're still right. They're only two and a half games behind first place. Yeah. I mean, that showed you how good the West, the West is compared to the East. I mean, they're 16 and 12, and they're two games and a half behind first place. And I think they will eventually get first place once everybody, everybody, once everything gets settled. I mean, you got Durant going back. I mean, Durant's out, you know. Yeah, it's just like he's he'll come back for a little bit. We had the whole dilemma a few weeks ago. You know, it was actually the night of your fight. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, I was keeping up with it, but they're like, okay, Durant's going to play tonight. Actually, scratch that. No, he's not. He just, you know, he has a wow. test that's coming. Okay, now he's playing. Okay, now he's not. You know, it was no, just like back, not, forth, yeah. back, forth, back, forth, crap. And now he comes back, plays a game or two. Now he's out a game or two. It's just like there's this all the time. There's something – there's always something happening with this Nets team. Well, it's, it's I will say was helping the Nets now. Um, Kyrie came out with a statement saying, mm-hmm. James Harden, you are the point guard. Yeah, that is a Kyrie Irving that I would fear, a Kyrie Irving that has logic, a Kyrie Irving that now stands in the way of, well, not standing in the way yeah, of yeah, himself. sacrificing. Yes, the sacrifice, Kyrie Irving. Bro, we all know when Irving gets going, he gets going. Same thing we know with James Harden. So once all these pieces get together, and let's say if they do, I mean, I don't know what they got to give, to be honest with you, man. I mean, what I, it wouldn't be a trade. Give. They I don't think that they, they've already extended all their I thought they've given every asset they can just about give up when they when they I went mean, James. If it's worth it, do it. I mean, heck, yeah. Look at, I mean, look at a lot of these teams. I mean, for instance, let's go back, you know, let's go back to what the Chiefs and the Buccaneers did this past year. They literally gave up nearly, you know, everything. They they was like, we're trying to win now. So yeah. We gonna give. Well, they they we also have. got guys on some very team friendly contracts. You got to think Fournette. He was bought out before they got him. They got him he for was. a really good deal. Um, Cut by Jacksonville. That's right. Yeah, Antonio Brown. You know, like it's like things like that. That it would have to be buyout. I think the only other teams I really see. I mean, your Clippers are in the mix. It it would you know they could probably piece together something. I see the Raptors as a potential. I suitor. saw that. Um, you know, they're talking about this thing I'm looking at right here on Bleach Report saying of a combination of maybe Aaron Baines, Norman Powell, Patrick McCall, maybe somebody else. Um, and then you also have teams like, and here's here's one that's really interesting. This this one would actually be really entertaining. Um, I, dude, this could actually put this team in, in a real lethal position. The Charlotte Hornets, who have been looking really good. Terry mm-hmm. Rozier, LaMelo Ball. I don't know, Torres, if you've been seeing this LaMelo Ball. I have. LaMelo. He has been, he has been yes, dude. It, LaMelo yeah. is be, making a very, very good case to be rookie of the year. He is playing phenomenal. They also got him. They, you know, they got him. Hayward, Rozier's been playing decent. They got uh, Graham, uh, you know, Miles Bridges, P.J. Washington. The only thing they don't have, really, is the center. I mean, right now they got Cody Zeller. He's, you know, it's it's He's doable. Right. It's doable, right. you know. Uh, Bismack Biombo. It's not ideal, you know. But uh, the package they're talking about here would maybe be Zeller, Monk, Biombo, and that can maybe get the deal done right there. And it would it would get the that big contract off the books for the the Cavs or um yeah the Cavs. And then they said the last team that I'm looking at here would maybe be something along the lines of. Your Dallas Mavericks. Dallas Mavericks putting Andre. It would, I think it, think about this here. All right. So they're saying a package, of, a package of James Johnson, Dwight Powell, and some draft picks would work under the cap. So defense has been the primary issue for you. You've also had so, a defense and somebody besides Luka Doncic stepping up to the plate to make some big plays. That's one thing y'all don't have. 
right? K- K- Chris Depp's Porzingis, he hasn't been very consistent when it comes to having to rely on somebody else besides Luka. Basically, the Dallas Mavericks, it's like basically spin a wheel, whoever it lands on, that's, who, that's who's going to be your guy tonight that's going to try to help out Luka. It shouldn't have to be that way. You should have somebody that you can rely on night to night consistently. Yeah. And Drummond, it could be, but really, who else are you going to go after? As a, as a Dallas Mavericks fan, who would you go after, you know, that's out there that could actually make a difference here? I don't know. I mean, well, to, in my own opinion, I don't really see much that can stop us from making a difference. You know, I've, I've looked at the, a lot of the Dallas Mavericks, and I've been trying to consistently see, you know, what the heck are we doing to even get better? The entire season, out of all – let me see, because I, I, I looked at the stats. Out of all 28 games we have played this year, now I know the NBA is more of a high-scoring-paced team, but out of all the games we played this year, the Dallas Mavericks have only stopped three teams to not scoring past 100. Three. Three out of 28. And two, one of those games were when they beat the Clippers by 50 points, when that was one of the worst games. That, yeah, that was a crazy played. one. That was, that was wild. That was wild. They stopped the Magics to 98. Yeah. And they stopped the Suns in one game to 93. Mm-hmm. So, what defense? I, I, I just sat here and looked at this team past five games. 121, 130, 117, 122, 132, 147. Yeah. 160. Like, you can't make this up. Uh-uh. I don't see anything Andre Drummond could really do. I'll quit. Okay. You have two protection. towers in the paint. Stretch the floor. I mean, it's not enough because now, I mean, you got to also recognize what we're playing in. I think it's just going to be more of a high-scoring game. I mean, yes, he can stop some things. I mean, yes, he'll gather a few more rebounds. Mm-hmm. But I really don't see much more of what he can do to help our defense. I think our defense is just atrocious all around. It I is. think we need, like, more pieces. You know, probably, like, a guy – I mean, not necessarily him, but a Patrick Beverly type guy, Avery Brown, yeah. guys who focus on nothing but defense. Yeah, you need you, know, you, you need you like a, a Lou Dort or a Patrick Beverly or a uh, Alex Caruso, if you will. Somebody. I mean, heck, yeah, yeah hey, yeah. give us one yeah. so we can play some defense. Right, we don't play no defense. Right, you know when I watch them, I've watched like four math games this year, and I'm sitting here like, you know, a lot of people be like, "Oh my gosh, that was a great game," and I'm be like, "I mean, yeah, it was, but dude, there the other team ain't missing a shot," you know. Luke is over here doing 36, 15, and 9 and still losing 143 to 30. Yeah. Man, what the free? You know, yeah. you can't. Oh, man. I think I think we need more than just I'm at jump. Now, would I, be, would I like to have them? Yes. But to me, I sit here and think. Now, I, I don't know how much sway Andre Drum is going to have with this trade. I don't know if he's going to be like, you know, Cavs, send me here, here, and here. You know, he ain't gonna, I don't think he's going to be the type of guy to say, I don't want to go there. But yeah. if he's going to go anywhere, he needs to go to a team that has a chance, a team that got a chance to actually going for a title. Um, and I think a team over there in the East, obviously, is one of those teams. I don't know if uh, the Cavs going to do that. I don't know which teams, you know, left over there in the East really – Need a big man like that because seven sixes got their big man. The Bucks, yeah, I mean, I think they got their big guys as well. The Nets, they don't team that need. I mean, the Bucks, Bucks, they got Bobby Portis, they got Brooke Lopez. Yeah, yeah, I can kind of see that. I'll tell you another team, and you know, I mean, you know, I'm always gonna throw throw their hat in the mix here, but uh right now, especially with the eight with AD going down, it would be something that they're like giving up though, Tyler. Believe, believe it or not, that that is one that is probably the weakest point we have right now. Is is the big man position that that's really where we're sitting at? I think because now mm. with with AD out, all we got is Montrez and Marcus Gasol. I do Marcus like both of them, but it's just like you know you, you're down to two now. You're down to two guys now. What's you know, and then you know what happens if another guy goes down? You know, it's that's that's, that's, that's the point we're sitting at. Outside of that, the next I think the tallest guy outside of him is going to be. You're looking at Kyle Kuzma. He's not no five. You know, he's not going to no, play any five. five. So, I mean, that, it's just, it just puts you in a compromising situation. That was really the last kind of piece we needed. 
But unfortunately, at the end of free agency, there it was just slim pickings. There wasn't really anything left. Now the buyout market is going to be something big to watch this year. I mean, not that it isn't every year. It's always something fun to watch, but that's going to certainly be something for sure, um, you know, this year. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I mean, it's hard for me to really to see the Lakers get anybody like that. Yeah. Um, you know, because no. what are they going to give up? I mean, they need their bid. No, I'm talking about basically any, any good team that these guys that we're about to talk about, Drummond and Blake Griffin, any good team, they're not going to be able to trade for these guys. Because you got Drummond that's – he's sitting at a $28.7 million, you know, contract right now. That's – you can't trade for that unless you actually have the piece. Only team I can maybe see doing this is um, I think the Boston Celtics. They've got a trade exception from when they yeah. gave, when they gave up um, Gordon Hayward. So that could be somebody maybe. Um, do they want to do that? I don't know. That's also another team that's been – they're on high alert that's right now. Though. They just lost yeah. to the Wizards. That's bad. Um, and then you got Blake Griffin, who has a $39 million player option next year. Really? If I'm, if I'm him, I'm running to the bank laughing my head off. I'm not going to freaking take a buyout. Or I'm not I'm not going to, you know, give up any cash. I'm taking that money while I can. Yeah, so, got, while, while we're on him, Blake Griffin, yes, he they're in the same situation. Pistons are saying they're going to sit him until they do something. But, again, I just laid out the uh, – the obstacle there, the money, it's an, it's another big thing. I mean, you know, the same teams we've kind of talked about, they're, they're same, they're very similar in that sense that they, they could use the services of Blake Griffin. But what have you seen from Blake this year that gives you, I mean, you have him in fantasy, bro. What you've been seeing, you talked about. Well, I think he's been playing phenomenal. Blake uh-huh. Griffin has helped me out big time, man. I mean, mm-hmm. his little 15, nine, whatever he gets, I ain't gonna lie to you, bro. His, his, his contributions are big. He's more like that guy that slowly, you know, he gets you the points. He plays pretty good defense. I mean, this year for the season, he's only averaging uh, out of 31 minutes, he's only averaging 12, 12 and five right now. You uh-huh. know, and, and if if people actually watch like his game, he really affects the game in a lot of big time situations. Yeah. Um, I like Blake Griffin. I think any team he goes to is going to be big. Um, well, uh, here, I got, I got a trivia question for you. Yeah, I, I figured this would be fun today. Cause I saw this when I was like, wow. All right. So Torres, when do you think the last, if, if you could just give me a ballpark estimate here, I'm not expecting you to get this right on the button, but right. if, if you could get, take a guess here, when was the last time Blake Griffin dunked? Is this like a real question? Oh, it's a is real a question. Stat, is there a stat behind this? Really? Oh, there's a stat behind it. Huh? And really? Y- yes, dude. When when is the last time he has actually dumped? Uh, I want to go before injury. Because uh, I literally, I'm literally on this graph now. It just uh-huh. showed. It just showed Boy Griffin's stats, and they said he's, you know, he's been on a downward spiral. Uh, yeah. He went from averaging 20-some points per game to averaging now. Uh, yeah, he went averaging 24 points per game in 2018-19 to then 19-20 averaging 15 to now only averaging 12. Yeah. I'm about to go to 18-19 year when he was averaging 24 points. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, so you're in, you're definitely in that range. It's – um so it was actually December 12th, 2019 is the last time that Blake Griffin – who we all know and love has actually completed a dunk. You know, he's actually, he's actually made a dunk. So what um, has been negating him from doing that? I want to know. He's dude. He he don't look right. Like he's, he looks like he's playing on one leg just about right now. It's not looking all the way right in my opinion. Um, And that's probably another reason here that he he probably doesn't have much trade value kind of left. I don't know. Um, But they're going to try to get as much as they can for him. I think. But whether that's getting a trade completed or buying him out, I don't know who's going to give up a lot for him right now for his service. I don't see nobody who's going to give up a lot for him either. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm 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 telling y'all this, regardless of what happens, Andre Drummond or Blake Griffin is going to go to one of those, I say, top seven teams. They're going to one of those top seven teams in the NBA right now. Yeah. And when they go, uh, it will affect those teams' uh, future postseasons uh, aspirations. Um, Because a Blake Griffin coming off the bench is just as key for, oh, heck, either the Nets 
or the Clippers, heck, even the Lakers, if they could find a way to get in there. Yeah, let, uh, let, me, let it, me paint you a narrative. Let me paint you a narrative here. So when Blake – we all remember, you know, Blake's last times, you know, his final days with the Clippers. Steve Ballmer, he came out and said, I'm not trading you. I'm not going to trade Blake Griffin. He, he, he said that. And then literally just a, just a little while after that, sure enough, he sold yeah. him out as soon as he could just mm-hmm. about the, the, the Detroit Pistons. How – I mean, let's think about here. Best way to go and get this man back would be going back to the city, playing for the, the big uh, brother, <laughs> playing, uh, playing for the guys across the hall and winning a championship in the process. I don't know. I could see it. I'm just saying the narrative's there. The narrative, the the narrative, narrative is, is there. there. It yeah. is. But, 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 but. <laughs> There's something about those Clippers, boy. There's something about them, man. They're looking you really, really think good. you would go back and play for Steve Ballmer after doing that? No. No, after making that point, no. I don't think so now. That's what I'm saying. Um, but if he gets traded. Now, I mean, obviously, he could deny it and be like, no, I don't want to go there. And then yeah. that'll be, you know, all of that. But he could, he, he could, he's going to another team. I don't know which team. I mean, I wouldn't throw the Lakers out and miss because he wouldn't be much of a, a, a key value like that anyway. But, you know. Mm-hmm. And, heck, uh, what are your thoughts about Derrick Rose being uh, traded? You know, he got sent to the – Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, getting traded to the Knicks. I mean, Knicks. It, uh, they only had to give up Dennis Smith, who has been very underwhelming. I was really high on him coming out of NC State. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought he'd be pretty good. But um, – Traded him in like a second round pick or something like that. I think that was, yeah. it wasn't much. He gets to reunite back with Tom Thibodeau. Um, I don't know. I like it for the Knicks. The Knicks are actually trying to compete for something this year, you know, make it to the playoffs. So I, I think yeah. it's a good move for them. I think it's a good move. I think so too. And Derrick yeah. Rose haven't actually been, I mean, he's averaging 14, 14 points per game. He only playing 20 some minutes. So yeah. it ain't bad. You know, he's just using his experience, giving it to all the people that know him now. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw I saw that that he um yeah, that was an interesting trade. So Dennis Dennis Smith Jr., he gets another chance with the Detroit Pistons. They're gonna they're gonna see, you know, what they have in him. And Derrick Rose becomes that veteran that the Knicks can kind of rely on. The, the Knicks have had a guy, Emmanuel Quickly, he's been kind of rising up the ranks um with their team so now he's got him a nice veteran to look up to to mentor him when in Derrick Rose so that's good mm-hmm. um but yeah I and you kind of already discussed it Anthony Davis going down with the it sucks the Achilles they, they're calling it tendinosis which is worse than tendinitis which and then as we know you know from watching Kevin Durant here in the past you can't rush that thing back that was one problem that the, you know the Warriors the Warriors really messed up on rushing him back and they know they regret it. They regret yes. it. They, did, they didn't need him in those other playoff games. Mm-hmm. They legit didn't need him until the finals. That's right. And because he was gone, I mean, I, I'm being for real. Like, if he if he was playing, they had a good chance to, to win that finals. And because yeah. of that, I feel like they lost it. So, it's one of those things. I mean, words coming out now, it literally just came out. Woj uh, tweeted it. Two to three weeks is what it's looking like right now for Anthony Davis. I wouldn't rush this thing. I'd let that sit for as long, let it rehab. Like Tom said, give him the month. Give it to him. Yeah, you know, I give him as long as possible. I mean, this, yeah. Go ahead. No, you're right. No, you're yeah. right. I give him the month. I say give him the month. Give him, give him time to feel comfortable, to be able to feel like I can do – I can make a weird play and feel comfortable landing on this leg without any circumstances. Mm-hmm. That's how you want to feel coming back. Yeah. Especially getting near playoff time. Forget an all-star game. Forget a yeah. dunk cut. Forget all of that bull crap. Forget it. Yeah. Forget it. You know, like, like Brady said, we ain't here to make all-star games or Pro Bowls. We're here to win the ring. And Anthony Davis, that's why you're here. That's the reason why you signed this long, long contract. That's the reason why LeBron got you here. You're here to win championships. So let's do everything we need in the process to make sure you're going to win this championship. That's the main thing. Anthony Davis, anything else is not necessary. It's not necessary. So I think they need to give him the mutt, give him time. They have a good overall team. He can win games. If you just win out of the next two to three weeks, if you just win 50% of the games, you're okay. Yeah. Because you're going to still have a big lead over the West, majority of those guys. 
you can still get wins. I mean, I'm looking at staying now. Jazz mm-hmm. are first. Jazz, I ain't gonna lie, Jazz have been looking. Yeah, Jazz, Jazz are probably gonna hold on to that one seed, it looks like. They're gonna hold on to They're it. I believe good. so too. You got the Lakers, then you got Clips, then you got the Suns, a team you was really big on. They have won yeah. six games in a row. You you, you called on the Suns, man. Right. Rondo been doing this. Uh not Rondo, uh Chris Paul. Yeah. Chris Paul been doing this thing with them boys, man. Yep. And um uh, uh you got Trailblazers. I I Trailblazer number Trailblazer. five. They've been looking that's, really that's good. That's been too. without without McCollum too. Now they've been playing without McCollum. Exactly. I need CJ because he's on my fantasy. Yeah. And I would stop having all these close games with folks oh, if yeah. I would have him. You know, he he's actually one of the big guys that helped pit me over the edge on a lot of these teams. Yeah. Um. Then you got the Spurs at six. Um. Hey, that I, props again to the greatest coach in all that's time. Crazy, I believe. Man. He always keeps. The I don't game. care. I don't care what nobody say. The fact that they missed it last year. Literally was an outlier. This man is about to make the – I mean, he's 16 and 11. I mean, if you would compare him to the wet, the East record, he'll be the number two team in the East right now. He'll mm. be the number two team in the East at 16 and 11. The Bucks are 16 Crazy. and 11. He'll be tied for second in the East right now. Crazy. That shows you – let me tell you, just look, that man pop is the truth. I don't care what nobody say. Yeah. You got the Nuggets at seven, who was – Everyone was surprised. That's so crazy. That like I feel like they're in the two, two to three range. Then they dropped to seven. Like they're they're so volatile right now in that conference. They are. They yeah. are. And then you know you got the long fateful Warriors at number eight. So and Steph know. has been playing. You know, dude, I got. I feel like I've got to have him in the mix there. I think he's over because Paul George. Last time we, uh, you know, picked our All Star starters. I think right now because Paul George has missed these games. Curry's been. Curry's been balling, bro. Curry's been like balling. I'd have, to, I'd have to throw that replacement in there. I'd have to put Curry in over uh, Paul George right now. Curry and Luca at the guard. I feel like that's who I'd have to roll with my my two guards. Yeah, um, if I were to repick that right now. So yeah, Steph Curry. Curry is that, and, and that's one of the guys I brought up. You know, I, I still do. You really, did. You did. Yeah, but uh, he. It was. Uh, it, it was really interesting to see, like how well the Warriors were going to play without Klay Thompson. And, they're they're stepping up. They're stepping they are, up. They, they 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 be competing in every game, man. I mean, Curry is literally coming out and playing in every yes. game. So Looking he's going to need that to get these guys to the playoffs. You know, he he's going to need that. And um, I think he can. I think the most shocking team out of everybody would have thought, and I am shocked too, is my Mavs being number ten. Uh, I did not expect that. Uh, these boys ain't playing worth three cents. Um, they're not. <laughs> and they're no. 13 or 15. Um, their defense is going to be their downfall. I mean, that AC is battle. I mean, unless the Nuggets rip off some losses here and there, but I, I really see one through seven being pretty definitive. They're just switching back and forth, but yeah, I don't see that really changing unless somebody going to be unless a big time injury happened and they go on a big time losing streak. But I don't see nothing from happening out of the – obviously, we know the top three, Jazz, Lakers, and Clippers, nothing changing between that. Um, those guys just going to keep fighting for first. Suns going to be in the mix. Trailblazers, Trailblazers Spurs, and Nuggets. Um, two, and teams, I can throw the- two teams I was very high on coming into this. I think I was one of the only ones that had them ranked that high, but uh, but Blazers and Suns. I, 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 you did. I'm telling you, Blaz- Blazers ain't no joke, dude. Neither are the Suns. That, the, no, really I mean, good teams. You're right, man. I'm looking at these win streaks. The Jazz are on a seven-game win streak. The Suns are on a six-game win streak. The Trailblazers are on a four-game win streak. Yeah. I mean, bro, these guys are just and – it, And it's and it, it's a really a testament to not even just having the superstars. Both of those teams play really good team basketball. Like, you look at – you know, it's funny. I see the jokes, you know, on Twitter. You know, people are talking about how many how many All-Stars, uh, you know, get put in on this Jazz team. And, you know, somebody goes and puts up uh, – what what year was it? Was it the 20, 2016 or 2017 Hawks where they had the five oh, All-Stars? Corver, yeah, Corver, yeah. Millsap, Horford, you know, T, John – you know, was it Joe Johnson, I want to say? Joe, uh, not Joe Johnson, uh, oh. Al Horford. Al, okay, yeah, yeah, all them. Uh, Millsap, yeah, Millsap, Horford, Mill, Paul Horver, uh Damari Carroll, was it Damari Carroll? And and um, Jeff Teague, something like that. But they've yeah. been it, – it kills me every time, man. I'm just like – because it, it, it does remind me. They just play good team basketball. And you've yeah. got the, the Suns. And that home team was really good. I mean, yeah. I remember when they beat – when they played the Warriors. They were the number one seed, too. They had – yeah, they beat them. And the Hawks were the number one team in all of basketball. 
Literally, yeah. in all of basketball, the Hawks was the best team in the NBA, only to yeah. get to the Eastern Conference Finals and get swept yep. by LeBron. So, exactly. uh, usual. you know, the Jazz team, I mean, they look good. We're going to see. I mean, we got to remember last year, man, they had a 3-1 lead on the Nuggets. <laughs> and they could have um, easily won either one of those games and been in the next round. So, we, we can't sit here and discredit them. And we've seen what the Nuggets did. The Nuggets made it all the way to the Western Conference Finals. So that Jazz team was right there. I mean, them being one of the top teams, I ain't going to lie to you, I'm more shocked about the Nuggets dropping from last year than what they did. But yeah, Jazz Mar- being Mar- up there, Jamal, Jamal Murray hasn't been playing that great. It's Yeah, I've been hearing a lot about that. All that, all that bubble stuff, and then he just comes out and uh, he just lays an egg, I feel like. And – I know, man. Yeah, but the, these other teams, they got other guys stepping up. You look at the Suns, they got Mikel Bridges, Cam Johnson. They, shoot, they even got Frank Kaminsky, old big boy from Wisconsin coming in. He's playing pretty good. Like, yeah. Crazy stuff that's happening. So um, and I'll, I'll wrap it up on this point because I was going to say it just a little while earlier. Um, but Anthony Davis going out here, you know, it's definitely going to hurt the Lakers. But if anything, it's going to really help the case for LeBron winning MVP this year. Right now, that's the narrative that's being made. It looks like, you know, of course, it you is. still got Jokic. You still got Embiid. But if LeBron's able to put up some wins here without AD, you know, with the rest Mike of the bunch, I, I see it happening, bro. It just looks like it's going to happen. I can see it happening as well. Uh, yes, you're right. But Joel Embiid, uh, one of those guys, I mean, right now LeBron is the leading. He's the leader on MVP right now. Unless, you know, I see something miraculous happen, you know, where a team does, you know, one of these guys like Jokic or Embiid, because Embiid last game had 35, 8 and 2. Like Embiid is playing like Shaq. He is right playing now. good. Yeah. Like this man is, he's putting up some absurd numbers right now, man. I mean, absurd you could, numbers. So he's he's being physical like Shaq, but he's also, I don't know, he's showing these good post moves, like uh, stuff that we didn't see so much from Shaq, like turnaround jumpers and stuff. Like he's he's wetting yeah. them things, bro. Like it, it's crazy right. to touch. Bro, this man right now is averaging 30 points per game. Well, 29.6, basically 30 points per game. 54% from the field. Yeah. 40% from three. 10 rebounds per game and three assists and a block and a steal per game. I mean, this is per that's, game. That's a team that I, if I'm in the East, I'm really worried about that team. They – Embiid has now become the focal point. We no longer have this power struggle between Simmons and Embiid. Simmons has come to take – he's basically accepted this role as a lockdown defender. I'm going to lock you down. I'm gonna, Whoever your best player is, I'm going to lock you down and I'm going to contribute in other ways. I don't necessarily have to put up the points, but I'll get the rebounds, I'll make the hustle plays, I'll play the defense, and it's it's making all the difference. Tobias Harris has become the second scorer. They've got guys that can shoot, and word on the street is they're still in the market for maybe um, another person. They're looking at maybe a George Hill or something like that in the trade market. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Wow. I mean, because yeah. I'm looking at Jordan B numbers. His last two games, 35, 35, 25, 33, 37, 34. 37, 20. I mean, this man is dropping buckets. So, mm, yeah. <laughs> and with double digit rebounds in these same games. I mean, if you're not getting double digit, he's right there at nine or eight. Like, my goodness, man. It's crazy. He he been playing. He has crazy. been playing. So it's yeah. gonna it's gonna be interesting to see. I think this MVP is gonna be up for discussion. But you know, right now I will say LeBron James is the leading candidate for MVP right now. For yeah. all yeah. for anybody. Man, man. Well. Well, that being said, we'll move on to the next thing. Let's let's talk a little bit about this UFC 258, bro. I was able to watch this main card. I know you were watching it. Of course you were, right? So That's right. We we made some picks, um, you know, on, on these cards. Of, of Unfortunately, the Bobby Green, um, Jim Miller fight uh, was canceled. Bobby Green, what would you say? It was kidney failure? Then, yeah, uh, kidney Bobby failure. Bobby Green, I had to get out with kidney sucks. failure. Cutting weight, man. They said he passed out right after getting off the field. Golly, man. So. Mm. Mm. Yeah, so that that one that one got dropped, but the, you know there were still some pretty decent fight. I, I mean, really, the the two were the the two that really stood out, of course, to me were the championship fight between Usman and Burns, and then the Patolo uh, was it Julian Marquez? Marquez is that is that what mm-hmm. you think? Yeah, Julian Marquez. Yes. Yeah. So those were the two. You you had Julian. I had Patolo. 
Um, it looked like Patolo was going to pull it out, you know, for a little while there. I was, I was getting yeah. excited, and uh, he ended up letting me down toward the end there. It, it was just crazy, dude. And it, in that fight, um, I believe it was that fight. He kept going for that Kimura. What? Who was it? Him that kept going for that Kimura, and it reminded me of your fight, bro. Like for a while, that thing was extended. Yeah. I was, was like, dude, yeah. I was like, this is the exact thing, you know, that Torres was going through. It was nuts. I, I really enjoyed it, man. It was. Oh no, no, no. I think it was in the Gastelum fight. It was Heinish and Gastelum. Heinish oh, kept going for that Kamora. That's that right. Old. That's right. We'll get to that one. Yeah, I'll, we'll get to that. Yeah. He and my coach, I was watching it with my coach, and we were talking about we were talking about like those, like like I kept trying to explain. I, I said on the set last show, um, when you get a Kamora in, you have to be. You, I mean, ain't a lot. That is a. I am stronger than you. I'm a that's a bully move, as they call it in jujitsu. Yeah, that's a bully, that's a bully type submission. So anytime somebody try to get that Kimura in, it's more I'm gonna yank your shoulder and you have nothing to do about it. Yeah. And some guy, I mean, you need to see how some Kimuras are finished because some requires more body leverage. So basically, I'm using my whole body to get your arm against your back rather than my, me just using my pure strength. And uh-huh. you have seen a few use pure strength. I mean, heck, Francis Nagano did it to a heavyweight. He basically pure strengthened the guy <laughs> into a Kimura. And it was one of like the strongest feats you, you can see. But um, we'll get to that eventually. But, yes, yeah. Julian Marquez against my, um, uh, Michael Pizzolo. I mean, my coach was saying at one point, at one point, like just a few years ago, Michael Pizzolo was probably one of the best guys in the world in jiu-jitsu. Um, but as they kept saying uh, – you know, jiu-jitsu don't mean nothing, you know, if you can't strike with it. And what yeah. hurt Marky was Julian Marquez was starting to lay, land the haymakers. He started landing some of those shots. And when those shots started to land, uh, Marquez eventually Marquez eventually just took advantage. And he tapped the man with a guillotine, a arm, a arm, and, uh, a arm and head, a head and arm guillotine. And Maki Pizzolo is a black belt. I mean, a top tier black belt in jujitsu. Mm-hmm. And the fact, and Julio Marquez, he's only a purple belt. A purple mm-hmm. belt just tapped a black belt. That's two ranks above. Basically, for you to get to a purple belt to a black belt takes nearly five to six years. Um, the fact that he just tapped out this man is unreal. And I'm not going to lie to you, this is like boosted up Julio Marquez stock. Yeah. But, um, as you were saying, I'm not, a lot of stuff to work on still. Though. Yeah, still I'm, about, I'm not, I'm not real on. keen on the guy. I don't, I don't really see him doing a whole lot the way he fights. Um, he was slinging some heat. Patolo, I feel like he could have ended that um, at any moment there for a little bit. Like he, they, they were, they were popping each other. Now it was a very entertaining fight. I was enjoying. It was, it. They, really they were popping fight. each other. There was a lot of action involved, so it was fun. I'm just not very much a fan of uh, Marquez's technique and style. I don't know. It's a bit. I don't know. I feel like he's like slow and lumbering and just kind of wild with his stuff. Yeah. And just kind of sloppy. I, I'm not that not big on it. I think he will eventually get put in his place, but um, he was able to pull this one out. So, you know, props to him, man. Props to him. Um, this one, I mean, I know we didn't get to really, we didn't, well, we didn't get to predict the Ricky Simone versus Brian Kelleher. Uh, it ended up being. I'm so sorry. I think I, 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 I used the wrong fight. What you talking about? I uh, I was talking about I meant to say uh, Rodolfo Vieira is the black belt against uh, Anthony Hernandez. Anthony Hernandez. I was completely with the wrong fight. Yes, you're good. Yeah, but uh, that was the head and arm guillotine. That was done by him. Wrong fight. Sorry, my fault. But yes, that was the head and arm guillotine. I got those guys mixed up because uh-huh. um, he got him yes. in a uh, what do you what do you call anaconda choke. Anaconda, yeah, it was a weird yeah. one. It would look, it looked different. It was weird. Yes, yes. Pizzolo wasn't the the all star type black belt. It was uh, uh, Rudolph Vieira. Vieira okay. was seven and zero. That was but that happened on the prelim. Yes, yeah. right. That's right. Okay, okay. But that was one of like the biggest upsets of the night. I'm yeah. sorry because those cars ran right into each other. You know? They did. They did. Yeah. They did. Um, but yeah, did, I mean, we had the Simone Kelleher, and then we got to the Gasolum Heinish that we uh, we both picked Gasolum in that one. Uh, Gasolum, it looked like he was basically getting those takedowns whenever he wanted, just about it was he over did. for business. Heinish couldn't really defend it. Um, Heinish, like I, you know, we were just talking about, he kept going for that Kimura on every takedown. 
Uh, just wasn't able to get it. And like I said, it was very similar. If you guys were able to watch this, it looked very similar to that moment in Torres's fight uh, when, you know, he got put you – know, or he was trying to get put into a Kimura, and, and <laughs> Torres was able to fight that off. It was the same thing for Gaslam there. So, uh, glad Gaslam was able to get a win. You know, he didn't want to, like, make this, what, four in a row so of losses. So, um, yeah. it was good to see him pull this one out. And he stopped off a good opponent, man. I mean, I don't care what nobody say. Ian Heinzig is not no joke. He's a big boy. Yeah. He's a big guy to be dropping down to 185. But I will say uh, Ian um, Ian was the wrestler. Ian, Ian had a big-time background in high school in wrestling. And um, Kevin Gaslam, you know, Kevin Gaslam just learned wrestling over time, and he's gotten much better. Mm. And like DC kept saying, Kevin Gaslam is a world-class athlete. And it showed. I mean, he might not yeah. look like it, but he's a world-class fighter. He knows situations. He knows what to do. When you've been in so many big-time fights, you got to remember, this is yeah. the closest man in the history of Israel's MMA career to beat him. Wow. He should have beaten Israel. If anybody watched that fight, he had Israel on stumble. Israel's face was all swollen up. Like He had a chance to finish Israel. A lot of people was mad because he goes for a takedown rather than go for the finish when Israel had his back on the fence. So mm-hmm. Kevin Gaslam has been right there on accomplishing things that a lot of people didn't. He go on that losing streak against Darren Till. I mean, it was up in the air. Yeah. Darren Till, that was a boring contest. Darren Till just leg kicked the whole time. And then we saw his last fight, what happened against um, Hermanson. Uh, Hermanson. Yeah. You know, that was – that was crazy in itself. It so, was. Um, I just felt Gaslam was on the right track. He looked good in this fight. Um, if you want to get back to a title consideration, he got to win like two or three more. Um, he said he is going to be the um, – um, He said he's going to try to be ready for if somebody backs out of that uh, – What was Whitaker and Paula Costa. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Which is going to be a real – I like I like the sound of that one. Um no offense to Gaslam, but I like those other two. Which I mean, I, I don't know. I give those two a little. Oh, bit me of, too. Oh, yeah. About to say like it's. Yes. They, they, they. I don't know if he would. I don't know how well he'd do against one of those two. I really don't. I mean, it, it always seems like Gaslam is undersized, but it's just the way he does his game. It's yeah. It's really interesting. But I ain't gonna lie to you. If you anybody see how Rob Whitaker fights, and anybody see how Paula Costa fights. You know we about we here for a brawl. We here for a brawl. They ain't gonna be eight. <laughs> no. Oh man, that's gonna be a good fight, man. Yeah. I don't know, man. That's gonna be really good. Those leg yeah. kicks from Whitaker and you know Paula Costa. I mean, I hope he walks him down, unlike he did Israel. But Israel, I think he is so long and so technical. He gets guys off their game plan. Yeah. And I think that's what really happened to Paula Costa. Oh, yeah. Paula Costa couldn't accomplish his game plan. Yeah. When he start feeling those leg kicks and those those long strikes touching him from distances he ain't never been touched. That's so fun watching. Him, man. And I, I, that's one guy I yeah. really yeah. There's some that it's just really fun watching. Israel's one of them. That's for sure. Yeah. Sure. So when he get ready, hey, we'll get to it eventually. But uh, well, we can get to it now because we about to finish this card. But uh-huh. that card next month, bro. Yeah. Oh, yeah. My goodness, like Tyler. <laughs> yeah. The fights on that card, man. Yeah, let's hope like pray, prayers up, fingers oh. crossed. No COVID messes it up. So, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. please no COVID. Yeah. I mean, so Israel versus Jan uh, Blahovich. I mean, bro, I don't know what I don't know what to expect from that one, bro. <laughs> and then now you got Megan Anderson versus Amanda Nunes. You know. I've seen these type of fights. Like now, I know, I know, I know. Mm. We know Amanda; she she can beat a man, but you know that's been those. It, it, eventually, that day's gonna come. I don't think it's gonna be this day. I don't. No, no, I don't. That think day so. gonna come. We're gonna be like, well, Amanda Nunes gonna win again. Yeah, and that one lady gonna come and be the one to knock her off the throne. Right. Now, I don't think it's Megan Anderson, but it's coming. Yeah. Uh, Peter Yan, all Jermaine Sterling. That's going to be a fun one. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Like, that's going to be a phenomenal fight. I'm looking forward to You got Dominique Cruz versus Casey Kenny. You know, Dominique Cruz coming off that loss. You know, he had just lost to uh, uh, Triple uh, triple C. You know, his <laughs> last fight in that title fight, a uh, really good fight. Then you got Tiago Santos versus Alexander Rockage. I mean, bro, two light heavyweights title contenders 
heavyweight, a light heavyweight. And then, this is what I said. This is how you know this card is stacked. The number two ranked flyweight, the number two, the number three ranked flyweight, it's on the prelims. Joseph Benavidez yeah. and Askar Askarov. I saw that. They are on the I prelims. Saw that. Two versus three? That's, that's a fight night main event. Yeah. Then you got Islam Makachev. You know, he's coming out of that Habib camp. 18 and one versus Drew Dober. And if anybody know anything about Drew Dober, bro, he's a beast. Yeah. I mean, and then uh, Kai Kara France. You know, you remember uh, uh, Kara France? Uh, he fought on the earlier cards. He's a really exciting fighter. Uh-huh. He's fighting also on that card. Tim Elliott, Jordan Espinage. I mean, it's Elliot, Elliot's overall, a wild guy. Yeah, he's just wild. He is. He gets wild. Yeah. yeah, he does. So, I mean, overall, this card is stacked from top to bottom, man. Mm-hmm. Um, that's gonna be when we get when we get to that card, man. Hey, that's gonna be a good. It's one, gonna bro. be yeah. Oh, it's gonna be a big one. We're about to make an event. That's gonna man. be a big card, man. Yeah. And then um, uh, we did have the upsets. You know, we had our Grasso and. Yeah, Bar- Macy Barbara. I didn't expect it, that. It, it ended up being, you know, pretty entertaining. Uh, Barbara made that. She definitely won that last round. You know, she was going she crazy, did. but she did. It just wasn't enough. Gras- Grasso yeah. dominated those first two. I feel like so she did. She ended did up pulling that one out. So it, it ended how I figured. But then you got to the last one, the you know the main event here, and. You know, sometimes I guess it pays to go with the guy that you you know the guy. I mean, don't get me wrong, dude. It it was a if if y'all didn't pick if y'all all three of y'all didn't pick Burns, I was probably gonna pick Burns. But since all of y'all did, I just went, you know, I just wanted to go different. I really did because honestly, this is one of those I felt like you could go either way and you can't you can't really go that right. was an either way fight. You know, yeah. and um and we dude, said that. Dude, we, and we did, we did, and y'all just gave him the nod because um, you know, the striking, right? You thought he had the the striking. Boy, the power. Boy, yeah, the, the power. power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The power on the striking. That's right. And he did. He did. He hey, he he had him stumble and he had him. Dude, I thought that thing <laughs> might have ended. Well, I mean, dude, we were sitting there watching it. Dad and I, he had he had Usman stumbling. Dad was like, finish him, finish him now. If you don't finish him now, you know, and and sure, yes! he didn't do it. He didn't do it. He had his chance, he lost it. Hey, but guess what? You live and you learn. Usman, dude, I told Torres y'all in the chat, I was telling invest, invest in a jab like Usman's got because that <laughs> thing was fun to watch. Usman, hey, whenever he wanted to, boop, boop. You know, it, it, it's just not it, it was just all day, baby. All day. Uh, He's a smooth criminal, you, bro. That's a smooth uh, man. Bro, you talking about beautiful. You talking about a beautiful. Yes. That thing was coming out like a Pistol. Yes, it was. Oh my goodness, man. I'm sitting here was like, and it and the jab wasn't um wasn't like like you know, oh it just hit him, you know, oh it he was hit rocking him that thing back, bro. Like, he was, that thing was knocking his head. Yeah. It, it dropped him. Uh-huh. It dropped him. Yeah, you know, you know how rare it is to get dropped from a jab. I like, but like they say in boxing. The, the number one, if you need any punch in the history of fight, uh-huh. the number one punch you should always make sure you master is the jab. He and when he went, and let me tell you something, he went to his corner, Trevor Whitman, Trevor Whitman, who is the same striking coach for Justin Gaethje. After that first round, after the way Gilbert Burns basically pit the whooping on him in the first round, after that, Trevor Whitman said, calm down. Rely on your jab. So wait, wait, wait. Usman, pause, pause. So did you have? Who did you? You had Burns winning that. I, I think Burns win. I did. I did. I don't know. I think. I, did. I mean, after the stumble, I mean, he kind of evened it out. I thought, but I guess if you talking about the first round, yeah, the first round, they gave the first a lot. They gave the first round in the cards to Burns. Yeah, but like by a landslide, you think, or by it, wasn't by, it was ten nine. Okay, 10-9. okay. I about to say. I mean, it, I mean, he, he stumbled him like two to three times. Now. According to the fights that they didn't give him a knockdown on Usman, I think he knocked him down when his hands touch. Yeah, like they said yeah. That and then you had the whole scene where uh, Burns was on his back and Usman was sitting there just kicking him, kicking him, kicking him, and then just he, kicking him. Those yeah. now when and that's something too. When when Burns was on his back, you're doing them like you know bicycle kicks. 
When mm-hmm. Uso would come down and just go Boom. to the body, dude, he, he was coming hard, bro. He them, was coming them things, hard. I don't care what yeah, you say. That adds up. Them you things know, you were hurting. You to breathe in that cave, bro. They were you hurting. can't take – things that alternate your breathing pattern, that is when you start getting thrown off your game. And I'm going to say this honestly for Usman, bro. Usman IQ in the cage – is starting to be up there with guys like Habib and George St. Pierre. It's crazy. Because he has just fr- freaking picked this pain. Like you said, the way I practice is not the same way I'm in the cage. And uh-huh. it showed. Oh, because he, 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 said, where, he said, Bro. hey, all that stuff, all that friend stuff, he said that was left out. He said, when it's in the cage, this is my cage. Is what he was saying. He had me motivated, bro. After that, his, his post-fight stuff was crazy. He was just like, when you step into this cage, it's my cage. All that friend yeah. stuff gets left out. He said, I'm, I'm, I'm coming to kill you pretty much. And 100%. Dude, dude. And then, um, you know, you mentioned it in the, you know, in our in our 258 preview that these guys have sparred before. They know, they know who can win this thing. He even, he, you know, he talked about it. He said, yeah, we've that's when the game plan came in. That's when yeah. the game plan came in. I think Usman probably knew. Okay, let's see that. Usman knew he probably can outstrike him. And I, I'm going to say this. Uh-huh. I'm going to say this now. Go ahead. I think Burns thought he can outstrike Usman. But ever since Usman went to his new striking coach, Trevor Whitman, who's been training Usman, the, the striking coach for Gaethje, yeah. ever since he went to Trevor Whitman, I think Usman gained confidence that I can't outstrike him. Now, like I said, notice this. If anybody else in the UFC was on the ground like that, I guarantee you Usman would have tried to get on top of the ground and ground the pounding from a wrestler's position. But game plan, I mean, don't do something that's not necessary. I mean, very similar mm-hmm. to my fight. Mm-hmm. Why strike with the guy when I know I'm a no, good wrestler? Exactly. Same thing with, exactly. Same thing with Usman. Usman's like, I know this man is one of the best ju- black belt jiu-jitsu guys in the world. Why get on the ground with him? Why he was welcome, he wanted him to. He wanted him to do it. He wanted exactly. Burns Burns was practically welcoming it. There was even a point. What was it in the second round where he was wanting? He said, "No, get up." Like he, he basically get said, up. "Get up." Yeah, he said, "Yeah, get up." Get yeah, up. he said, "Stand him on up." And it was that. Was that's a part of IQ. You know, you don't have to. You don't have to sit there and be like, "Well, let me get in your game and prove you that I can beat you." No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. That's not what we're doing. No. We're here to try to win the fight. And that's what a lot of people don't like Usman at. Because when Usman fought Mazadal, at the no. time, yeah. I believe Mazadal was the better striker until he got this new striking coach. Now, that's going to be interesting. Yeah. Because I think now he's not going to go in that fight trying to stand up. He's going to go in that fight saying, okay, you got your full count. Okay, you said all I did was just rustle you. You, you know he said he's been watching that last dance. He yeah, got yeah, yeah. mentality. So he's going to be like, okay, let me go in here and show you I can outstrike you. If he – now, that is where things slowly come into play because if you start going into fights trying to outprove another guy at his game, you can't easily get caught. I think that's the chance. I think that's what Horry wants, though. If, yeah. if Horry got a chance – because Horry can't wrestle with this man. He can't. I'm sorry. Yeah. Nobody yeah. at 170 can wrestle no. with Usman. They just can't. But if it becomes a striking fight, I can give Jorge a chance. But after seeing Saturday, I'm sorry, man. I don't see a soul beating this man at one second. The closest man that got a chance. No, no. Closest man that got a chance to me is Kobe Covington. Because Kobe Covington had him on the ropes. Now, since his striking don't got better, does Kobe still... You know, is can have Kobe gotten better as a striker? Will Kobe try to wrestle him now? Because mm-hmm. Kobe's a really good wrestler as well. And he takes down anybody once he gets guys down to the ground, he holds them. Can he do that to Usman? I mean, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. But if a lot of these guys fight Usman, and I will say this, it showed, I mean, Usman got a chin, but it showed, and I've said this last show, it showed that Usman can get stumbled. Kobe stumbled him. Heck, Jorge even almost stumbled him at one point. And Burns obviously stumbled him and had him on his back foot, but Burns did not have that killer mentality. You have to go for the finish. No. And I'm so pissed at Burns because Burns allowed this man to recover. Like Burns, yeah. Burns could have won that fight, bro. He probably could've, he could have yeah. won that fight. Yeah. He literally had this man on the ropes in the first round. You have to go for the kill. You can't yeah. give guys like him. I mean, if this was amateur or early pro, congrats. I mean, yeah. 
take your time and trying to finish. Mm -hmm. But when you're dealing with a high-level guy like this, especially with an IQ level, and Burns should have known this, especially training with this man, especially knowing what this man have done. Yeah. 19, I mean, 17 and one coming to this fight now, 18 and one. You have to know, I can't give this man a chance. You like I said, you can't give Tom Brady the ball with less no, than a minute left. No, you, don't, you, can't you don't give, give, a, you don't give a killer shot. the shot. Twitter. because they're, they're, exactly. they're going to get it. Exactly. They're you can't give it. LeBron. With you can't give these same. And Usman is on that level now. He's on that level you now. You have this he man is. on the rope. Finish the fight. Finish yeah. the game. Don't play with him. Yeah. You play with him. You're going to get hurt. <laughs> it's, so. yeah, he, dude, it was, it was something to watch, dude. I was enjoying it. I got up, you know, not only because I picked him, but because, you know, it was just something to watch. It was, it was something to behold, man. The way that he that fought was, was just ridiculous, bro. Like the, Three the, rounds of excitement. Imagine, geez. I mean, that was three rounds of excitement. Like, yeah. just three rounds, you know, and, bro, Usman, I mean, I would love to see Usman and Masvidal again. He said he's going to give Masvidal full camp. He's, I would love to He see was him. talking mad trash. He said, I've been seeing this. You know, he's calling himself Jesus and all this. He said, he's like, mm -hmm. he's like, I ain't, you know, we're not going to be putting up with that. So, you know, when I've been seeing some stuff, they're talking about maybe Ultimate Fighter, the Ultimate Fighter, getting them to as coaches. Coaches, um, that would be phenomenal. That'd be bro. cool. That would draw, that would draw some, uh, some viewers. It would be cool. Ooh. Um, Big money. That and then also there was something that came out, and I don't know how realistic this is, but the possibility of Saint Pierre coming back and him fighting him. Um, I saw that as well. Yeah, mm -hmm. so I mean, you know, either way, whatever happens next, it's gonna be good. He's gonna get. He's gonna, gonna be good. He should draw a good opponent. Um, I don't. I don't see Masvidal pulling this one out, especially from what we just watched. Um, Only one guy I can see. Uh -huh. Is he just not proven enough yet? But I believe he is the real deal. Is my boy Hazmat Shemai? Oh, Shemai. Okay, okay. I think Hazmat is that man. I we think he see. is. The, we'll, we'll but see. we gotta see, man. Yeah, we just gotta see. Maybe may a little early still. He has been killing it. It may be a little early still. I want. I want. I do want to see him go get somebody pretty nice before he gets Me that too. shot. You Me know, too. like if he dominates guys, he's a bigger Khabib with better striking. Uh -huh. but I just think I think he's that man, bro. He has I been think he, he has been a beast, bro. He has been tearing it up. So I mean, I, I don't yeah. deny it. I think he I think he could do it. So but, man, what a night. What a night. That was that was fun. But what a uh, night, man. Yeah, man. Well, hey, we're right here around the hour mark. We can yeah, yeah. So yeah, you want to keep going? No, we end it. We got it. We got oh, we it. it. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. So we got we got a fun thing to do uh, another time. We're going. Th that was just too good to pass up. We we had some good topics to cover on that. We did. Uh, we did. We yeah, did. man. It was it was too fun. So, but man, well, anything else you want to cover here before we go? Oh no, man. I mean, we had a phenomenal show. I mean, look, bro, basketball. I mean, we getting close yeah. to All Star break, so things gonna get started again. Yeah, start, things gonna start getting good. Trade deadline is on the way. Um, you know, we can't get a little bit more uh, football stuff as time go on. I mean, we'll get on a little bit to that. I mean, guys like Matthew Stafford going to the Rams. That's yeah, big. We haven't really got on that yet. And Jared Goff going to the Lions. Uh -huh. So, um, um, you know, we, we, we're doing really good. There's a lot of different things that uh, are going on in sports. A lot of UFC events coming on back to back to back to back nights. You know, like this Saturday, you got Curtis Blade versus Derek Lewis. Putting a pick for that one. That's going to be big heavies, boy. Yeah, the big yeah. heavies are going at it. So that's going to be exciting. So uh, yeah, I'm excited, man. That's a lot of good things. Oh yeah. Um, and we will get to it. But I've been seeing a lot of things. I mean, hey, Brady been getting every single, you know, <laughs> even getting every single like name you can possibly give him. I mean, he's been ranked above everybody in every, any sport. So we're going to get on to that topic. Well, yeah, we will. What, where where does Brady rank amongst the greatest of all time in all sports? Yeah. You know, and well, we're going we gonna to get on to that. Um, I, I, I'm a, I'm, I, I'm a, I'm a on Brady size of some things, but there's some things I'm like, hold up, man. Yeah, he's, yeah, uh, he's got some, he's got some proven stuff. We'll, we'll mm -hmm. delve into that one. We'll, we'll do we'll some do research it. and delve into that one a little bit more, uh, mm -hmm. you know, maybe later this week. So no, mm -hmm. that'll work. That'll, work. that'll be a fun one. That'll be a fun one. Um, well, guys, thank you so much for listening in. Continue to show that support. Listen to us over on Spotify, Apple Podcast, anywhere you guys can really listen to po um, podcast at. Uh, give us a follow over there on Twitter at the TNT Podcast or over on Instagram at TT underscore podcast. You know, give us a subscribe, like, share, review, yeah. whatever it is, guys. We we appreciate all the support. Uh, but and guys, we're gonna keep coming back out with videos now on Instagram. 
Okay, I know we've been we've been a little light. Yeah, yeah, we'll get back on it. We're going to yeah, we'll yeah. get back on those. We, y'all, so. we reached a hectic point there. You know, we had one of our guys mm-hmm. going for a, a title shot. So, I mean, things, <laughs> things get, you know, hey, but it's all yeah. good. We got, we got the, yeah. the result we wanted, right? We got a Yeah, we did. We did. Yeah, hey, we did. That's all that matters, bro. So, now yeah. we're good. We're good. But, um, but yeah, we'll be getting back to that. So, that'll be good. But, guys, again, thank you so much for listening. We will see you guys next time. Boom, boom.